to this new episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. Today I have with me Mansi Mittal. She used to be a software developer for Visa and she's now transitioning into becoming a product manager. Hi Mansi. Hello, hi Ronke. Thank you for coming on my series. It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, would you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure, thank you so much. Um, so, okay, where should I start from? Uh, so one thing is that like one fun fact about me is that I've studied in a total of 13 schools across uh, uh, like 10 cities and seven states of India. So th that was a like cool experience that I had growing up. And that experience kind of has uh, helped me uh, become a person who adopts to situations like very uh, smoothly or without any like a lot of hesitation. Mm -hmm. uh, then what else I can tell is, so my name is Mansi Mittal and uh, I have been growing up with one brother who's right now uh, working in US mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I uh, did my graduation from Indian Institute of Technology uh, that was like one of the premium institute of India and I majored in computer science in it mm -hmm. and like that's pretty much it and one more thing I would say is that uh, I love writing poems or composing songs. So that is the little bit of cultural side of mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty much me. Thank you, Mansi. So I immediately have a question, 13 schools, how is that possible? So so basically one, one of the schools, it was I think just 10 months. So mm -hmm. even that used to happen because my father had a transferable job mm -hmm. and we used to like go with him wherever he went. Oh. Uh, and uh, including like UKG, LKG, uh, UKG, I mean, upper kindergarten, lower kindergarten, we have that like difference in India mm -hmm. and uh, nursery. So including all that preschool stuff, uh, that is how it makes 13 schools. That's so fascinating. And I agree that it would probably make you able to adapt more easily to new situations. So, um, so you say you went uh, and studied computer science. Um, so you're one of the few women on my show actually who actually did study computer science because a lot of had very non-traditional um, educations. Did you always find technology and computers interesting or what triggered uh, your interest in it? Uh, that's a good question. So initially, I would say when I was uh, like in uh, school in 10th grade or in 12th grade, I'm not sure like what should we call it in like other part of countries, uh, other countries. Uh, I was interested in uh, science subjects as in physics, mathematics. And because of that interest, that interest in quant and stuff, mm -hmm. I kind of like uh, weighed into uh, a little bit of uh, engineering or technology, but I was not that clear on, on computer science till then. Mm -hmm. And it happened to be a chance encounter and then you start loving it kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what happened to me in computer science. But before that, it was just quant and technology and uh, mm -hmm. some sort of kind of uh, like uh, problem solving that I loved. Yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, also something I hear from a lot of women that they're interested in understanding how things work. So you were basically interested in STEM, science and technology and not yes. necessarily in computer science. Makes sense. And that brings me to the next question. Did you have any role models in your life? Um, what did your father do as a job that he was transferred so much? Or maybe your mom was in, in uh, something similar? 
So, so my dad was working for uh, one of the banks in India, State Bank of India. It's the biggest bank in India. And uh, even the bank people have these days very transferable jobs, uh, mm -hmm. given like how quickly you are trying to go up the ladder, mm -hmm. uh, I would say. And then uh, what was the other question? Sorry, I missed The question it. was around role models. Did you have anyone who was in tech or in computer science or in the whole industry? So initially growing up, no, uh, I would say like before I uh, entered my college, I was not that open to technology and I just was interested in that stuff. And mm -hmm. I have this history of uh, mathematics going very strong in my family. Uh, my father, my grandfather, everybody used to love it. So mm -hmm. that was a subject that everyone was looking up to that you should always get kind of full marks in it because that's the family subject. Mm -hmm. uh, so my father was a role model for me growing up, but not in terms of technology or in terms of quant. It was more of from the sense that he's very ethical, uh, like from every point of view, he's, he's always pushing me to go ahead uh, to take uh, risky decisions in life. And he's like, do anything. Don't worry. I'm always like backing you up. So th that was something that that shield or that backing up that I had growing up uh, that that my role model was my father then. But then when as I transitioned into college, as I learned more about technology and more about how impactful a product or a tech, uh, a new kind of technology be on like people's life, then it just transitioned more. But um, I would say role models were not very far off people for me it was always more of people who are very near to me somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, either they are in the same team or they are in the other team, but I could kind of look at them day to day. What mm -hmm. are they doing? How are they doing it? Uh, rather than just um, like ogling over or just idolizing someone, I am not sure of mm -hmm. who, who is he or she uh, mm -hmm. like in person. Yeah. So that's a good point that you have to choose someone who is approachable, at least um, as a role model. So um, I think one of the things you said was that your father is always pushing you and he's always uh, shielding you. And, and uh, I think that's an important point. And I wanted to ask a follow up question, because um, when you then chose to go into computer science, since that was not like a family topic, did anyone was anyone surprised or was it just something that was totally normal that you would do that? Uh, so, uh, particularly my father did not have any experience or any knowledge of computer science per se, but uh, in India, engineering and IIT in particular is a very big brand that people go after a lot. Mm -hmm. So because of uh, like getting into an IIT, that was a big uh, like surprise and a welcoming news for the whole family mm -hmm. that there is someone who just went into IIT. Mm -hmm. uh, so in India, in general, it's like a very, in total, I think, I would say 1.5 million people, students mm -hmm. appear for the exam every year and only like 6,000 or 9,000 oh. get in. Wow. <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah, it's like crazy tough to get in that there. So he did not have knowledge of computer science, but he was happy that uh, I'm like excelling in whatever I want to kind of pursue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's that's an interesting aspect because that's a little different here in Europe, of course. So um, obviously they were proud of you that you made it into that school and that you were able to do this, even though they didn't know anything about that. And um, <clears throat> and obviously it didn't matter whether you were a boy or a girl. It was just a big achievement. Yeah. yeah so I, I would say I am fortunate that way. Like many many girls are not. Uh, uh, that uh, like parents do not support that much. 
but for me it was a complete opposite thing my my mother is a housewife mm-hmm. uh, and she was the one who told me that you should do some job you should do something because because i'm not working i feel this thing that there's a gap in my life that could have been covered yeah. so so for me it was a opposite thing like my mother also pushed me a lot that whatever you want to do uh, like uh, bike or motorcycle was the first vehicle i learned Mm-hmm. rather than uh, rather than you would call i'm not sure what scooty is called rather than a uh, yeah, vehicle without yeah yeah so, so that's how a, yeah that's that's cool and i uh, i really congratulate your mother for actually yeah. understanding this and, and relating this to you and so um there was no difference between you and your brother in terms of educational possibilities right no from education point of view i would say no like they are pro education and uh, mm. everything like i have not personally felt it it might be that the bias is on my side rather than <laughs> because i was a smaller kid and uh, yeah so i i was more of uh, like uh, like agreeing to my parents and very very mm. obedient that way so i think the bias was on my side but i did not personally feel like from my family's uh, side any kind of hindrance or anything Oh. Well, that's uh, that's that's amazing. So that's that's good news because I was uh, appreciated when women tell me, okay, it was uh, uh, totally okay for everyone for them to pursue a career. And um, what I'm thinking now is, so when you went to university, did you? What was it like? Were there more women or men, or what was the the? Gender? It's a very good question because the uh, the ratio in uh, in the like in engineering colleges in general in india is very skewed it was basically in our batch there were 120 students in total and just 12 girls so it was 1 is to 10 ratio mm-hmm. it was like crazy skewed mm-hmm. uh, and in in a particular in case i talk about just my branch as in computer science or um, system science there was ju- there was just like two girls Mm-hmm. like out of the 40 batch mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that that was pretty difficult to be honest because uh because uh, like people like boys used to make their own groups and kind of study for exams and stuff but we used to have that uh uh like curfew of 12 mm-hmm. at midnight that when we when we were asked to return to our hostels mm-hmm. so even uh boys had to return to their hostels but they had more options or more people to kind of interact with and study together but we just were two girls if yeah. we had to study together we are yeah yeah so you did feel a little bit um left out maybe because you didn't have uh, so many possibilities to interact with them and and study yes it, it was surely there uh, and then uh, i had to kind of build those qualities within me to become that extrovert because those people didn't need us mm-hmm. they already had a group they already could interact with other people it was my requirement to kind of seek out help or kind of discuss problems mm-hmm. or something so those qualities kind of stemmed out of that experience that i became more outgoing i would like openly approach people ask to like fix up some time meet me there uh, which like so so like yes just see, seeing the silver lining maybe yeah but i i, I like how you 
say that you um, develop positive uh, traits through this difficult situation because it is difficult to be like only two women from 40 and everyone else is already in their groups and you have to go and, and, and search for for help so this is not easy i mean so um but obviously you you took something out of that uh, in terms of positive development and the other thing i know you through the women in technology um conference so can i ask you if this situation you encountered that triggered you to support more diversity or further more diversity actually, in yes. fact yeah actually yes i i think you correct that way because uh, the experiences that i had growing up even uh, like uh, uh, in when i was prepping for this uh, said like iit exam at that point also like women preparing for it was very less the number mm -hmm. like more than the college number but still very less so what I had always felt was that there was no person or like women in specific because my parents did not have any experience in computer science or how to go about it. They couldn't guide me. They could push me, but they couldn't guide me. Uh, and I was always missing that like mentor who could tell me these are the certain ways that you should do. Mm -hmm. This is the quality you should start working on now because this is going to help you. Uh, so I think I think it stemmed out of that, that I was like the mentor I was missing growing up. I want to be mm -hmm. that person for someone else. Uh, so that, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe just accelerate that person's journey somehow. Uh, I can relate to that because I also didn't have anyone to to mentor me or guide me in, in my studies. And I feel that this is something we can provide for those who come after us since we, we, made, we did this journey, right? And um, is there, are there other initiatives that you engage with? Do you want to talk a little about that aspect of your life? Uh, so initially, initially I started with, uh, I became, because even public speaking, I was a little afraid of initially. So I started with uh, becoming a member of Toastmasters International. I worked on my public speaking and speaking to people. And after like I completed the five level of certification, I went on to kind of, reach out to NGOs or reach out to uh, like Girl Up Foundation or maybe uh, She Code Africa mm -hmm. and Women Tech uh, Conference mm -hmm. uh, where I could kind of just um, impart whatever I've learned till now in some short format so that it might help some people. It started with like four or five talks and what I had uh, like aim for myself was that in this particular year in 2021 uh, I'll complete 12 talks Mm -hmm. that was my personal goal i have completed i think eight out of 12 mm -hmm. uh, so that is yeah that is good news <laughs> and then secondly what we started was i like right now i am in i'm pursuing my mba and i just spoke to like girls around me mm -hmm. and some of them uh, were like on board that they want to help other people not specifically women but everyone who want to kind of uh, pursue mba like how to go about that journey so we like on our own started some sessions mm -hmm. just talking to people how can they like do what they can do yeah so yeah some some personal little bit engagements here and there mm -hmm. yeah. very nice so this is a good segue into something i wanted to ask you because i know you're transitioning from the classic software developer role um and you you now went back to school and you are going to to become a product manager so tell me what was the trigger to <laughs> to that uh, that journey uh so i think um, initially i started working with visa and it's a great company to work for so after three years of working as a software senior software developer 
i i kind of uh, like as an individual contributor i had uh, like learned the in and outs of technology and how does uh, like product work from a tech point of view mm -hmm. uh, but i just felt that uh the impact could be larger if i rather than an individual contributor i can be someone who's uh thinking from a strategy and from a business point of view as well mm -hmm. uh and i wanted to stay in the tech industry because i just like i love it so mm -hmm. so like product management role was something that made sense because it just overlapped with both of these things uh secondly like i became like i feel that i'm good with people i understand those things so i think that also kind of amalgamated in uh this product management role so it just became the like go to role for me that uh, now it seems to be after 3 years a transition that i should take yeah for me that makes total sense but maybe for the people who are listening who don't know what product management is maybe you could talk a little bit about why you want to do this and what it is Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Uh, so particularly, I would say like my understanding of because I've not yet transitioned into the role, but what I understand from product management is it's kind of a CEO of a product. So uh, you do not actually uh, uh, deal. Uh, you do not actually manage any person or any team officially, but you have to kind of engage with all the stakeholders involved in a product development. Uh, so for example. uh like uber if we take it's it's a company and uber might have different products or uh, uber as a big is one product but it might have different segments so mm -hmm. one of the segment would be taken up by one product manager who will just uh think of the vision think of how what features should it involve uh what all uh, uh what all like uh, uh what all help we should give to the user Uh, through that what is the vision what is the goal of that product and then uh, that vision would be conveyed to the tech team by the product manager that this is how i visualize or this is how i uh, see the product as and they'll develop on it and then they'll then he'll also then he or she will also kind of talk to other stakeholders the marketing team the sales team the design team so uh, that person just sits in the middle of everything but is not governing or is not managing anyone mm -hmm. so it's like a yeah mini ceo mini product ceo yeah person. that's so interesting so you're moving from the execution side where you take some task and you just complete it to a, a place where you can um, shape the product right yes. with your ideas yes. and what you feel it should look like that's so much more interesting in my opinion i mean so yeah 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 that that's what interests me about it uh, let's just uh, yeah looking forward to kind of that transition so you also said uh, that you're good with people so um, and that is an aspect that tell me why you think being good with people is so important in tech nowadays oh uh, i think uh, like not only tech it's about all the industries eventually the the core of the industry or the core of the company are the people that work for you or that work for that company so it's it's very uh, it's very important to be empathetic mm -hmm. about people working for you and also people you are working for in terms of your customers your users so even product management the first quality that is asked out of a pm or product manager is customer empathy Mm -hmm. so so that kind of understanding what takes the user what what do they want from life what do they actually uh, want to pursue and similarly for your team uh, why do they want to work 
uh, do they want new kind of work do they want exciting work is money that what they're looking for anything can be a reason but that understanding of human mind or human mentality is i think very crucial these days to be a good manager or to be a person who's engaging with uh, other people a lot in a company I agree. And I think you're also right to say that it's not just in tech. It's just interesting because, you know, when you talk to people who are not in IT, they have this vision of people who are not very good with communication and very introverted. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to talk about this like you did and, and uh, explain why it is so important to have these qualities nowadays and how it is important to bring people together to create the product. It's not just people sitting in the dark coding in front of their computer. It's actually a lot of team effort and communication and working together. <laughs> yeah, you now you've brought it up. I think communication is the key to everything because mm -hmm. many times I've, I've seen like developers or people who are great with what they're doing mm -hmm. in their head, they're 100% there. But when they, they start communicating about the same thing, only like 20% comes out. Mm -hmm. They're not able to convey with that conviction to the other person. Mm -hmm. So these days, communication or soft skills, whatever we can call it, it's very important if you want to kind of give your 100% to your core so yeah so i think yeah. for every industry it's a must skill to have yeah i i agree so that that is the way i see it that people skills communication are at least as important as your technical skills nowadays and and i also feel because uh companies have realized that empathy and and communication are so important that um women are specifically uh positioned to to be in tech uh, these days yes. because these are the qualities that a lot of us bring to the table right yes so even uh, even my entry into visa was through such an opportunity mm -hmm. uh, visa runs a women codathon every year mm -hmm. uh, that like women exclusively can participate in and the top like whosoever wins that hackathon or uh, is a top scorer would get the opportunity to interview with the panel so I think those kind of opportunities are coming up a lot in India and I think a lot of developing countries also uh, mm -hmm. to kind of push and position women better into tech. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that has been good. Yeah. So you're doing a lot around um, mentoring women. You do talks, which I find amazing. And I saw one of yours, which was great. And um, you also now talked about how companies um, try to, to find more women to bring into tech. So if you were to go back and, and when you talk to one of your mentees, maybe, what is it you would tell her that she should, you know, do to further her career or have it, have an easier life than you maybe did? Sure, sure. First of all, uh, I would say I've seen your talk as well and you're way better. There's so much to learn from you. Yes. Uh, and okay, so what I would tell them, I have this, like, uh, there are a lot of learnings, but these days, like three, four things that I've felt a lot that had the most impact on my life. Uh, one of the thing was that initially I felt this, uh, like imposter syndrome. Uh, basically I felt as in, in the initially that I got here by fluke, but mm -hmm. maybe I'm not apt or I'm not capable of carrying the job on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but after like five, six months after the support from my team and uh, actually doing the work and seeing the impact that I was creating, that was when that went away. But mm -hmm. the initial five, six months were very difficult because I was always questioning myself. I should have done this. I'm not aware of it. This is my problem. Mm -hmm. But 
uh, it was faced by everyone who was entering into the industry because it, the industry was new to everyone it was not just me or not just a girl so mm-hmm. i think that is the first thing that a girl should do away with that because of our positionality as a woman mm-hmm. we are not able to understand thing that is not the case it's with everyone who's making a new transition who's joining a new company it happens it's a journey that everyone lives through mm-hmm. so yeah that is that is one thing like yeah, it's very important tell. Mm-hmm. um then a uh, second thing is that this is something i've learned like in the last two years maybe is that apart from your professional work or your school work whatever you're doing in your mainstream life apart from that also there are so many opportunities in the world right now that you can kind of pursue you don't have to wait for things to come on your plate you can actually go and search just a simple google search on things you want to do the certifications you want to do uh, maybe you want to learn a new language and there are official websites or resources which are teaching everything for free mm-hmm. so this power of internet has to be used mm-hmm. uh, so that like up constantly upskilling yourself is something that i've started doing like 2 years back more kind of vigorously mm-hmm. and that is i'll i'll tell every girl like who's in 11th 12th or like who's in the school as well to mm-hmm. kind of start doing whatever interest is it's not about tech it's not about industry it's it's like whatever their interest lies in mm-hmm. so i think those were the two and the th- and the third fourth is kind of kind of uh, overlapping it's uh, basically start networking mm-hmm. uh, and linkedin i find personally to be a great platform for doing it Mm-hmm. uh but there could be other platforms as well whatever works for uh, anybody but it's like uh, wherever you want to go for example now i want to move into product management so what i do is that whatever companies interest me i'll just search for people on uh, linkedin who are into those roles and just simple message them uh, that maybe we can talk for 15 minutes maybe i just want to understand how was your journey what can i do where am i lacking and you would be surprised that out of 10 people six people five people always reply mm-hmm. and that's a huge number yeah so just talking to three four people can help you find that mentor which from your like vicinity you might be missing mm-hmm. but which you can reach out through this power of mm-hmm. uh, technology again so so that your networking just reaching out to people finding those mentors you are missing so that is something like these three things i think really helped me a lot in my yeah. journey and these are great points really mansi because the first one around the imposter syndrome i think that's so important to understand that this has not it's not a female thing really it's something that everyone experiences it's just that women talk about it more with other women so just understand everyone when they come into a new situation will doubt for a few weeks maybe month whether it's the right place it doesn't matter how experienced you are you have to adapt to a new situation and you should be fine you sh- you can be fine with that i can't say you should because obviously we all suffer a little bit yeah but to understand that everyone has that is a very big point and the part with the networking yes that's so important and i do agree with you that online platforms like linkedin are such a amazing pool of opportunity that you should use and um, i do agree also that most people answer if you uh, ping them there's it's it's um, very easy to get connections to talk to people and you should use that so yeah thank you so much mansi for uh, joining the show we've already reached the end of our 30 minutes amazingly okay. 
<laughs> it didn't feel that way. It was very like talking to you was so fun. Yeah, yeah same same talking to you. It's I always I'm always surprised when the time is over when I look up and I see okay, well we are at our 30 minute limit, and um, I always wish we had more time, but we have to keep in mind that our viewers have a limited time as well. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you and bye. Thank you so much, Ronke. It was a pleasure coming here. <laughs>